We're back, bitches. Hey. Hey, girlfriends. How y'all doing? How y'all living? Episode two. How y'all feeling? I feel great. Right. It's like a great day. Woke up feeling great. We had this debate where we were trying to figure out if Waffle House was a fast food place or not. I gave up fast food for Lent. I said that Waffle House is not fast food because you're not going through a drive-thru. To me, it's like a restaurant. It's like a little diner. But then I felt like Waffle House was fast food because it's prepared quickly and a low-key isn't as clean as most restaurants. True. And I get it. Like, it doesn't have a drive-thru, but... I still ate it because I was starving. Like, we went out last night, and I needed something on my stomach. Right. And the food we had last night was not... It was terrible. Just not sitting right with the liquor, and... Mm, I gave up meat for Lent, so all I had was some Brussels sprouts and some fries, and it was not doing it for your girl. So, let us know if y'all think that if Waffle House is considered fast food or not. Let us know what y'all think. Let's chat about it. Uh, we'll make a post or a poll on our Instagram, and you guys can let us know what y'all think. Seriously, because we need to know. <laughs> like, we just need to know. But nonetheless, we're here to talk about how me and my beautiful best friend met many, many years ago, um, right before freshman year in high school. Right. We're going back to summer 2007. That seems so long ago. But summer 2007, either July or August, is when we met. Yeah. We met at a car wash that we were doing for our band fundraiser. Little band. (laughs) We, yeah. We was in band in high school. All four years. Yeah. Mia flagged all four years. Yeah. When I first got to band. (laughs) I was not a flagger. I started off as a banner girl. Um, I tried out originally <laughs> originally for Majorette, and I used to do Majorette um, twirling with my sister, but I just didn't make the cuts for band, and I was like, yeah, you want to be a banner girl? I'm like, huh, okay, still activity, so... It was many times where it was three banner girls. <laughs> One me, banner girl by herself. Yes, me being by myself. I will say I was very consistent. It was always me and, and somebody else. two other people. Right. Crazy. But but at least that just shows you there's a lesson in this to never give up. You were able to move up, try it out for a flag, and you made the team. So I, I feel like it was meant to happen. Like If you would have joined Major Red, not to say that we wouldn't have been close, but I don't think you would have had the same band experience and like friendships that you um created on the flag flag, yeah yeah, a flag girl i will say (laughs) i didn't suck at flagging it was just me trying to remember the routines and get my hand and eye coordination together but i will say anytime we had a show a competition or we had the games on friday yeah like do our show on the field, I never messed up. But always in practice, I was always the one 
having to do like 250 push-ups. Five laps. Five laps around the school. I remember one time I had to run the outside of the school. And then when it was raining really bad in our high school, our um, hallways wrapped around. It was Our school was pretty much like a square. Yeah. So I had to run inside <laughs> on the, the halls, first floor. Right. <sighs> Good times. Yeah, it was seriously, though. good times. And I don't know. Um, I feel like the further up north you go, the band really isn't a thing. But the further down south you go, um, especially in the black community, mm-hmm. band is like a really, really it's a highlighted thing. Yeah. In the community. So flagging versus like what do they call it? Color guard. Yeah, color guard and flagging are two different things. So we were more so like high stepping. We had like the beats going. So. Mm-hmm. With band, it's very, very serious to an extent. To me, it kind of reminds you of like military because you have to stand in attention. You can't move. Mm. You know, you can't let anybody block. Structure. Um, you can't let anybody break your block. So if we're marching and we're in a parade and somebody tries to run through, it's like, no, you have to wait until we pass. But um, it did give you a lot of structure that carries on into adulthood. I think it, mm. it teaches you structure to listen to other people, to listen to an authoritative person, which I feel like kids don't have these days. They don't want to listen to to adults and individuals. But And not only just listening to authoritative figures, but honestly, like, developing uh, leadership skills within ourselves, within our peers. Like, right. Mia was our um, flag captain. Um, I think it was our senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. I was and- co-captain uh, junior year and senior year like you said I was the captain and she did really good like just showing those leadership skills just us looking up to her like even though we're the same age and we're just a few months apart but it's just like you know I always look to you for that like oh you know you have a level head you're not trying to say neither one of us is more of a leader than the other but just that level-headedness that Mm -hmm. um like I said, that ability to like lead a group of people, my, my leadership skills wasn't as developed in high school, like how yours were to be looked at as that. But I also feel like now, like going away to college and developing that in a different, like environment mm-hmm. is like, I ha- I developed those leadership skills later. Like I felt like no one could have taken me serious if I was captain, like in high school, because I always was like, playing around or like messing up or I wasn't taking the initiative, which I do now, but just thinking back, like all those many years ago. (laughs) And it does transition into work life as well. Or like adulthood, even me being put into that position of being a captain or a leader. Like I didn't think of myself as like a captain or a leader. When I was co-captain, it was me underneath somebody. But when it was me in that role, it was like, dang, can I really do this? Are people going to listen to me? But I don't really think, um, to my knowledge, I don't think I was like a bad captain or people were like, she doing too much or, you know. Very wonderful captain. Um, So we're talking about how we met. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will go first. first. It starts with Kia. (laughs) My first impression when I met Mia, um, we was at a car wash and my sister was already, sorry guys, (laughs) my sister was already in the band and um, she was, my sister's a year, well, she's not really technically a year older than me, but she's a great level older than I am. So she was like, yeah, come to the band, just um, we'll find something for you to do, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing was to go to the fundraising car wash and they did it every year prior to what my knowledge was. And my mom dropped us off. Well, she stayed with us, but um, I just remember like 
from what I can remember now, I just remember it being hot as hell outside. I just know we were sweating, breaking our backs, washing the few little cars that we did wash. And my mama van was up there. <laughs> and um, what happened? I think towards the end, um, towards the end, my mom was like going around talking to some of the parents like, hey, you know, this is my daughter or just like, you know, meeting some of the newer parents. And I felt like Mia was a newer person i was new as well i honestly think that that car wash may have that was my first um introduction into the band Mm -hmm. as well um i didn't know anybody on the team a few people um we were in auxiliary the friends that i did have they were an actual instrumentalist um but same thing kind of with kia um i had a god sister who was going to be joining the band freshman year as well and she had an older sister that was already in the band so you know how parents, you know, they talk Pass to each other. Yeah. Down. So her mom talked to my mom like, yeah, she should join the band, blah, blah, blah. And I have a dance background. I danced all my life. So I originally wanted to be a dancer. Um, however, they already had tryouts. I missed it. So my mom, like, you know, kind of like Kia, I still want you to be active. You should do it. Blah, yeah. blah. So my first um thing was, you know, going to the car wash as well. And I just remember us washing cars all day long, not saying nothing to either one of each other. Like this was before I became a very like social butterfly, like walking up to people saying, Hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, kind of just being the first to speak. So I was still very shy. I was like, Oh my gosh, everyone here is older than me because I already had that notion because my sister was older, you know, than me. So I just assumed everyone else was older and it was a high school band. So I just remember Mia <laughs> washing cars. I was like, I'm not gonna talk to her. She looks mean as a bitch. Like I'm not gonna say nothing. She mind just you, Kia says mean. this about everybody. <laughs> she just looked real mean. She had on her glasses, but her glasses had the tint on them. So like when it's real hot and sunny outside, her glasses was like changed into that tint. So all I remember is her just like washing the cars. We're not saying nothing, and then our moms was like talking, not really knowing that they were talking like in the background and we were like washing, you know, the vehicles. And then towards the end, um, she was like, yeah, this is my daughter that I was telling you about, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, that's that girl that was like really mean and she didn't say anything. And I think I said maybe, hey, or something. And, you know, everybody just, you know, wasn't talking. And mind you, this was way before Instagram, social social media. media. It was probably just Facebook out or like Bebo or anything like MySpace, but it was way before even me having a cell phone. Like I I remember sharing a cell phone with my sister, like for the longest time. And we had like one of them Nokia phones. So that sneak game. Exactly. Exactly. So (laughs) it was, we wasn't saying anything to anybody. We wasn't searching anybody. We wasn't following any, anybody. So we really had to like talk, talk. And so then after we ended up talking, we just clicked. And then I the rest felt, is history. <laughs> yeah, I felt like a few weeks went by before we actually started practice talking. or like even talking, but like started like actual practice. And I remember um, one day we was all outside during an actual practice and everyone was asking me, hey, like all of your friend group, because, you know, you went to a different middle school than me and a lot of people from my middle school wasn't in band. Mm-hmm. And I just remember all of your friends saying, hey, um, are you a sophomore? And I'm like, nah, I ain't no sophomore. I'm a freshman. And it's like, oh, we thought you were older than us. And I was like, Because of oh, her sister. No. We yeah. always saw her with her sister. And like she said, her sister's a grade older 
um, and was already. And in I the only band. knew all of my sister's friends. Like I didn't know, and and if I did know my sister's friends, it was because they all came from the same middle school as her, as us, me and my sister. And then she had already made those friends, like like you said, prior to being in band. Mm-hmm. So everyone just assumed that I was older, and I was like, no, I'm a freshman. And craziest thing is, I was the youngest out of everyone. <laughs> like my birthday was literally at the end of the summer. <laughs> I think I remember that um, that specific day. But my take on the whole thing with the car wash. My- <laughs> is pretty bad but um I do remember the car wash and talking to a few people um I also feel like there weren't a lot of freshmen at that specific car wash so I think if anything it was like Kia my god sister Sarah and a few other people and I do remember briefly talking to Kia or her being like hey but if you know me I'm a person like I'm not just gonna walk up to people it depends I'm a person who assesses the the vibes see what's going on and observing. then right observing what's going on and then i'll start speaking so i think she walked up to me all like bubbly and happy like hey my name's kia or whatever and i think i'm just like hey like okay and i'm just gonna keep watching these cars real my mom real brush off the shoulder <laughs> just blew me off waiting like, for my mom to come <laughs> and get me from washing these damn cars in this 80 degree weather but i will say from our friendship like how i am um and i've noticed this over the years of us being friends that when I said like, Hey, I'm Kia. And I expect for you to say like, Hey, I'm Mia or like, Hey, how you doing? And you say, I'm doing good. What about you? Like, you know, asking that back in return, I knew for like a while that everyone didn't do that. And like, just you in particular, like you, it took you a while to start picking up on that. Oh, Kia does this like, Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. You know, how are you? Like, you know, asking people in return, like how they're doing when they, you know, ask you. So I think both of us, like our personalities, like mesh well, so, so good that we pick up on certain things from one another. Just like I said, with that leadership thing, like, you know, seeing you as a leader, like, I kind of want to be like that. Like, I want to be able to be like more level-headed and think about things kind of before I do it. I'm a very impulsive person person out of the two of us. I will be doing shit and it's just like, let's think about this a little right. bit longer. <laughs> or let me give you a different perspective yeah. and maybe you're interpreting it this way, but it's this way. Yeah. So, and sometimes you'd be like, I don't know, I know it's this way for real. <laughs> so yeah, I do remember that specific day of us meeting at that car wash and then um like she said, like me and my friend group, I, I had a large friend group. Mia a lot of had us a came lot of friends. The same middle school, and our middle school is right down the street from our high school. So, at least five or six of my friends, maybe even seven, all of them were instrumentalists. So I remember, I think we were going to lunch, and we asked, like, "Hey, for lunch, we would have like an hour." And where our school is located, we're in the city, so we had a lot of fast food places, like a little shopping center down the street. We were some walking people. We like, were walking. We Especially walk. after marching all day long. Being running, out in the sun. Flagging. Carrying the banner when I did carry it. Uh, same thing with the flag. Like, you had to take that thing everywhere. everywhere. You could not leave it in the hallway. Like, that flag, if you had to take it home with you, you had to bring it with you on the bus. You bringing this large instrument onto the bus, trying to slide it in between the Seriously. seats. But, um, you know, we were asking her what grade she was in. And we're like, oh, you want to come with us to lunch and blah, blah, blah. She's like, sure. And we walked. And that's how we started, like, talking, getting to know each other. And like she said, from there, it's just been history. Yeah, from 2007 until now, like, meeting at 12 or 13 to my birthday literally just passing yesterday. If you didn't listen to our intro podcast, go listen after this one. Um, But, yeah, my birthday was yesterday. So from meeting at 12 or 13 I think it was, like, 14, 15, because I feel like freshman year – 
everyone was turning 15 or turning 14. Yeah. Because it was like we were in eighth grade. Everyone was, because I remember, um, I feel like in in Miss Mathis history class, everyone was like, How old are you? And I'm like, I'm 14. I'm like, Dang, I'm young. Everybody else, like, I'm 15. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, we were so young. High school was like fun. Yeah. Definitely fun. We had a lot of experiences. A lot of fun moments. A lot of learning lessons. <laughs> My funniest memory of Kia is with the band and just high school was the convenience store. Oh, yeah. I thought you was going to say another um, moment. But yeah. With the Snickers? Yes. <laughs> and I thought that's what you was going to say. Yeah. That's funny too. But there's this convenience store down the street from our high school. Literally right behind our school. And we would always go to the corner store, you know, get snacks for lunch or just go there after school. Whatever the case may be, we would just go and get food. This one particular day after band practice, I think this was during the school year. This wasn't um, band camp time frame. Right? I don't, it wasn't band. We was already in school. Yeah, we walked um, to the store either after practice or before because we had a, a good little time to get to the band room by a certain time. So we went to the, the corner store. Everybody's getting food. <laughs> and snacks. Kia decides to get the food that she wants, and she's like, I ain't paying for this. I think it was ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was ice cream. I got ice cream. And she had the money, y'all, but she was like, I'm not paying for this. I don't know if somebody dared you or if you were talking no. to somebody. Okay, so when I used to be Banner, it was, like I said, it used to be a whole bunch of people that used to rotate. I was always the most consistent one. I just remember this one girl who was Banner. She was older than me. Mm. And she always would be out in the store stealing. So I'm like, <laughs> ooh, if she can do it, why can't I? And like when I was Banner, um, we always would talk. So it was like, you know how when you were flagging, you were always talking to the people that you were flagging with. But when you were banner, for me, it was like I had no choice but to talk to this one person. So she was literally the only person I was hanging out with. And with banner, we was always in the front of the, um, you know, the line or whatever. And so um, by her being older and by me just kind of like talking to her and looking up to her, she was just putting stuff in her backpack. She's like, say nothing don't say nothing I'm like okay I'm not gonna say nothing I never took anything with her but then after I stopped hanging out with her because eventually I ended up being a flag I was like I'm gonna take some ice cream she don't be paying she'll never get caught instead of Kia putting it in her backpack she just walks out with the ice cream in my hand (laughs) and the people saw her I'm like I I was scary I didn't do stuff like that so I was like I'm gonna use my little coins that I have, my dollar and whatever, and give them the money and leave out. We just like walked out. They didn't say anything and I to tried her. to go back. The next day. <laughs> and they was, you get out the store. You steal, you thief. Da, da, da. Like just going ham on my ass. I'm just like, oh my God, they're going to tell us. He was like, I'm going to report you to the school. We're going to call the police. To the principal. And we're going to get all, do all this stuff. And I'm just like, okay. So the following day after that day, I think after that, you didn't. Like, I didn't go for a while. Maybe that's she would go, but we would buy her stuff for and her. And I would wait so, outside. Yeah, she would just wait outside, and she like. And then I, was, me this I think it was like for a week or so, and I felt week. like I saved some money up because I used to have to pay for fucking lunch. lunch, school lunch. And I never told my parents, so all the money I used to have to pay two dollars every day for lunch. So I saved up to get like five dollars for my lunch, and I would just take my friends free lunch because y'all would bring y'all lunch to Mm -hmm. school and I would just use y'all code because y'all got free lunch and um, I didn't get free lunch girl I wish I did well somebody was getting free lunch and I was taking a 
taking their codes, or maybe I was stealing the lunch out of the lunch line. <laughs> this and is where the money. <laughs> sliding underneath for the rope <laughs> and saving the money and I ended up writing a letter to the um, convenience store telling them how so sorry I was for stealing and I would never do it again and I gave them five dollars even though only whatever I took was only like a dollar and maybe 50 cent I wrote it to them and I went inside and I gave it to the man he was like yelling at me I was like no I'm sorry I'm sorry here here's money here's a letter like I'm really really sorry like just basically having remorse or whatever and <laughs> you know you have that feeling bad after you do something I'm like, why the fuck did I do this so after that they allowed her to come back into yeah, the store they did. They, I don't know how they she... used to watch out for me too like hey like you know when I would come in I'm like hey they go hey and I'm like I feel like I'm a changed child. <laughs> that was my one and done. But after that, they did allow her to keep coming into the store. And that was just, that literally was freshman year. So we had three more years of literally living in that convenience store. And they, oh, you know, let her in. But since then, we have experienced driving together, driver's ed, learning how to drive, um, prom, going away to college. I remember going away to college. Um, oh my god! I used to dance at this um, recreational facility. It was called Pine Camp. If you're in Richmond, you know. Um, and I think I had practice that day. At this time, I was driving, and Kia was leaving a little earlier than you actually started college because leave, you had to drive down I, there. We had to drive, like, because she was going to school in Florida, Bethune Cookman. So I remember, and her, we always leaving around the same time because I remember we packed up the little U-Haul box. My stuff was in the front of the box, and then my sister's stuff was in the back. And my um, big daddy like hatched it onto the back of his truck, or maybe his Denali. They had like some type of big like white SUV. I think it was a Denali. And we had to leave early so my sister could be to school on time, and I could be to school on time. And check in was like, I think like the earlier part of August. I was as because we had to do freshman orientation for a week. And then right after that week of freshman orientation, then that's when school like classes actually started and all the other people were like coming. I want to say I, I left like early August. Because mm-hmm. like, I didn't leave until maybe like a week or so later because I was going to school in Petersburg, which isn't far mm-hmm. from Richmond. So I didn't have to like prep a little earlier. And as she said, her sister was going to college as well, or they were dropping her sister yeah, off as back well. At school. Um so they had two trips that they had to, you know, do. Man. But I remember just going to see her. She's like, you're going to come and see me before I leave. So I like left Pine Camp. It was late at to night. to her house, which was literally five minutes up the street. But she was boohoo balling like, oh, I'm going to miss you. And I'm going away to school and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I just gave her a hug and, you know, wished her well for college. And, you know, we still continue to talk. Um, we didn't talk. I feel like we didn't talk as frequently. Mm-hmm. While we were actually away in college, school. yeah, I knew I would always call you for your like we always call each other for birthdays and like talk around that time frame. And anytime we had breaks like Christmas break, of course yeah. summer breaks, spring I was always break, home. we would always come home and like get together. But of course, you know, with anything, when you're in high school and you see the same people every day, that's who you talk to. So mm-hmm. it's like she's away in Florida. She has her friend group and like can talk about things that happen in the calf or on the yard and different things like that. And then you know I have my friend group. Um, from school so we would just kind of like share stories here and there um, so we didn't talk as much but we still like you know remain really really close mm-hmm. and um, then I think like when we graduated and I moved back home mm-hmm. that's when it was like back back to being yeah, stuck to each other to, like same thing magnets it was mm-hmm. crazy but 
I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Like, a lot of people will ask me, like, why didn't you stay in Florida? Like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? I'm like, well, I didn't know where to stay in Florida. Like, I didn't have an apartment already, like, out there established. Mm-hmm. My parents wasn't, like, teaching me, you know, the um, the responsibilities of being an adult and, like, saying, like, oh, we're going to get you an apartment out here and you're going to have to work and pay bills and, you know, pay rent. In their mind, it was really, like, once you graduate, you're coming back home. And the only reason why my sister didn't come back home is because she already had, like, research stuff that she was doing and programs that she was in. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't in any programs in college. Yeah, like, trying to prepare for, like, what's next after college. Right. More so, like, all right, well, I'm going to go back home and, and figure it out from yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I literally <clears throat> came back home, and I was supposed to work at McDonald's, but I broke my foot, so I couldn't work. So when I came back home, I had a tutoring job that I was working each summer lined I up. That. So I, I did look forward to that, but it wasn't anything that was like, oh, look forward to something in the environment that you're already in and make do with that instead of coming back home to kind of like, you know, depend on us. But it kind of all worked out for the best. Right. And ever since 2016, I was back at home. And then in 2021, I moved to Charlotte. So that was me kind of getting back out of the state again, which I always was like, I'm going back to Florida. I don't care. Y'all right. not going to keep me here. And each year I was going back to Florida and each year, what was I in Richmond <laughs> sitting on the couch? <laughs> I was working though. I was yeah. working. But it was probably meant for you to um, experience it experience at the time. something else yeah. versus like going back to Florida. Even if you do end up there later mm-hmm. on in life, it's like, let me try something new. I've spent four years there in college, although you weren't in you know, I was Orlando in Daytona. Or, yeah, so, not in Daytona. But the, the college, but the school. <clears throat> so, the you know, um, I feel like it was meant to happen. And like you said, a lot of people, which a lot of people, once they do graduate from college, sometimes they already have a loft or an apartment, you know, while they're at school right. and they're working and paying bills. So they kind of just stay out stay there, there because yeah, they, already they already have, have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I ain't had it. I was staying on campus um in the dorms and then at my school they got like this big um I guess like money uh funding or something they had got and they was able to like build more dorms in the process of them building more dorms they had put us in off-campus apartments so in the apartment complexes that people everyday average Americans were living in they had um certain units blocked off for college students so it was four people to a, a two-bedroom apartment, and some of the two bedrooms either had two bedrooms, two baths. Most of them had two bedrooms, one bathroom. So imagine four girls in one apartment, and Having you're already yeah, you're already sharing a room in a two-bedroom apartment. I'm just like, what in the world? I was so happy today. I moved into a two-bedroom apartment where I had my own room for the longest time. And I had the master room, too, like the bigger room, because I had so much stuff. Especially from sharing a room with your sister. Yes, I shared a room all my life until... um, until I came back home from from graduating from college. And then... (laughs) I had my own room. I was excited. That was a long time of sharing a room. (laughs) I'm talking about from a yeah from a baby like a little kid to being twenty what twenty one twenty two not even twenty twenty 
23, graduating from college. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to be staying. Yeah. Being in a room sharing. I, I just had to know how to share. Right. I had the same experience because I had a little sister. Um, which she taught me a valuable lesson when I have kids. Do not let your child sleep in the same bed with you mm. because it will be hard to break that habit of them sleeping in their own bed. Like my sister was stuck to my hip. Every time I rolled over that girl was in my bed, I would put her in her own room and I'd wake up the next day and she's right back in my room. And then when it came to that point where we didn't have our separate rooms and she wanted her own space, you know, we weren't, we didn't have that at that point. You know, my parents it was got, hard to break it. Yeah. My parents got divorced. So we were like sharing a room. So at that point she's like, dang, I really wish, you know, I appreciated sleeping in my own room mm-hmm. and then going to college and having to share a room for four years. Well, two years, really. I, I moved off of campus um, my junior and senior year, but I'm in the same boat with that sharing experience. Yeah. But having your own room and space. It's is important. Like, it's so appreciated. Yeah. I think when I, um, you know, if I ever have kids and like a big family, I would definitely want them to like, everyone needs to have their own room. My, my mom always wanted that for all of us, like me, my brother and my sister, like everyone to have their own space to grow, to be creative, to be their own person. Because like me as the older sister to her sister, but I have an older sister. So I was attached to my sister and I, all her friends were my friends before I even made like my own friends. So it was like, yeah, I know this person because they're my sister friend. And I'd be like, oh, they're my friend. It's like, not really saying they're not my friend, but it's like, you didn't create, yeah, I didn't create my own. Like I was just kind of just copying and pasting what she had Mm -hmm. and like, oh, this is my own. So when I did go to high school and when I was trying to make friends, like, even though we went to two middle schools that were in the West end, a lot of people didn't go to our high school from my middle school so like those same people you know probably four or five I remember we just had one table of the same people that went to Benford and then eventually um sitting in the lunchroom and then eventually as we started to like you know be in band and break off I was like okay well not saying like forget those friends but it's like I'm starting to make these friends friends, yeah and they're my own that I feel like freshman year was really my first time we don't know where we left off but we're just gonna kind of wrap this up with our long story of meeting each other. But yeah, that's how me and my bestie met. Yep, good times. Definitely a lot of experiences along the way. We have grown a lot. We've grown together. A lot of laughing moments, crying moments. Um, mm-hmm. Not me crying, Kia. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Curse Sunday. <laughs> that's the day. A lot of laughing, good times. Um, and you know, I, I just can't wait to see where we are in the next 10 years um, as we're approaching 30 next year. Yeah. I know our 30s will be definitely different than our teen years, our, 20s, our 20s. Yeah, our 20s, I feel like are you're coming into yourself, you're transitioning from college into adulthood, you're trying to figure it out. And in our 30s, I feel like that's when you kind of, you're sure of who you are, right? You're establishing yourself and you're really um, just honing in on your, like, who you are and what yeah. you want. Because I feel like in your 20s, you are figuring yourself out. I would say high school, you really don't know who you are. You're easily influenced by a lot of things. 20s, you're making those mistakes. and you're I mean, you're still going to make mistakes all your life, no matter what. But in your 20s, you're making heavy mistakes. I've made a lot of heavy mistakes in my 20s that I don't expect to really make in my 30s. Right. And 
been, you know, in your thirties, to me, my perspective is thinking that, um, like I said, that's the establishment that you're really just like focusing in on. This is who I am and just personal development from there, personal growth. Right. But yeah, I, I really, like I said, thoroughly enjoy our friendships. A lot of people have not been friends for years and and can continue to maintain their, that friendship that turns into either sisterhood or a brotherhood. And then a, a lot of people meet and they be they act like they've been friends for about 20 years and they've only been friends or known, or known each other for like less than five years, less than three years. So I definitely appreciate friendships, um, sisterhood bonds. Um, I also feel like, you know, if you have any stories or anything that you want to share about your friends and how they, how much they mean to you, um, whether it's a person that you've known for years and you don't see you all, you know, not being friends as, you know, your life progresses, or if you have a friendship that just kind of sparked out of the blue and, you know, y'all are just like, you could say that's your best friend. So Mm -hmm. let's hear your best friend stories, um, no matter what that looks like to you, but I'm appreciative of my best friend. Same. I'm going to cry tomorrow because it's Sunday, and that's my day of tears. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let it out and be set for the week. <laughs> all right. Um, but, yeah. But yeah so. Thank you all for listening to our friendship story. Uh, let us know if you guys want to hear any crazy stories from us or any one of our favorite moments that we didn't talk about today as friends. Um, and like Kia said, if you have any stories, that you want to share uh, between you and your best friend, let us know. You can send us an email. And if you want us to read it on the podcast, let us know. Or um, if you want it to be like an advice type of thing, we can do that as well. Um, I think we're just trying to have fun with this podcast and really just talk and start conversations between women, men, whoever, you know, is listening. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to really add. I'm ready to turn up. Yes, we're going to the Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan concert, concert tonight. tonight. I'm excited. I'm ready to turn up, see see her in action. Right. Um, I know I'm gonna be singing my heart out. I probably won't do as much as as much singing. Um, I can't really sing, and I don't really know too many uh, songs. I'm a chorus girl. <laughs> chorus girl. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know verses, but yeah, I'm excited. Same. But thank you all for listening. We are about to sign out. We have to get on the road and drive to Riley from Charlotte. It is a two-hour drive, and I'm not ready. I'm not a driving kind of girl, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll Um, see you on the next episode. And be sure to follow us on socials right now. Um, I'm underscore K Sherelle. And you can follow me at Al underscore Mimi Nicole. They'll be down in the show notes, um, our Instagram handles. Yeah, go like some pictures. Go tell me happy birthday, even though when you listen to it, my birthday will be over. But March is my birthday, period. So (laughs) I said what I said. All right, see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.